Welcome to the Digital Glue Podcast. These digital untangling episodes are brought to you by Crystal Kordalchuk, CEO and founder of Virtually Untangled. This podcast is for entrepreneurs who need untangling from the day-to-day tasks in their business. These virtual world untanglers never underestimate the power of a good idea. And if that sounds like a lofty goal, well, it is. A decade ago, Virtually Untangled was founded with the goal of creating meaningful digital experiences that connect with people. Crystal and her team of honorary untanglers are now providing business owners just like you the opportunity to own your story and share it with the world. So every Tuesday morning, she'll be dropping a new episode that will help you think big and dream even bigger. Let's dive into today's episode. Perfection. It is the enemy of happiness. Instead, we should be trying to embrace being perfectly imperfect. Yes, it's good to analyze what we're doing with our business from time to time so we don't get stuck in what I like to call rinse and repeat mode, which is the true enemy of productivity. We shouldn't and can't be perfect at anything. Even though the land of social makes it seem like life is always floating around that way. And it's truly not about getting more done. It's about what you're getting done. Perfectionism is dangerous and often driven by striving for excellence. But it can also be quite self-sabotaging if it leads to suboptimal behavior like continuing habits beyond their usefulness, over-delivering when you really don't have to, or even overthinking every single decision you make. We're bad for that one sometimes. Besides, always trying to better and surpass the scale of 120% on every single thing we do, both professionally and personally, about 30 out of 24 hours a day. You know this is you. We all do it. The real definition of perfectionism is stated as this. Perfectionism is a personality trait characterized by a person striving for flawlessness and setting exclusively high performance standards, accompanied by overly critical self-evaluations and concerns regarding others' evaluations. Yikes, right? But in the same breath, we all do it even though we shouldn't. It's almost as if this notion of being perfect was somewhere along the way embedded into our brains as a must, especially if you live a life of creativity like my team and I do. Everything, absolutely everything we produce is being viewed by virtual eyes. So one teeny tiny error, typo, broken link, you name it, sets us off as we want our businesses as well as those of our clients to have a certain level of professionalism with a twist of personality to every viewer who comes across these creations. This tends to make our work habits different than most. And maybe, just maybe, we even perhaps set higher standards crossed with critical self-evaluations and the things we're working on, even though it isn't always our stuff. For me, I'll damn right admit it. I'm a perfectionist. I like things to be nice, smooth, eye-catching, as well as as perfect as perfect can be. I have hilarious high expectations of myself and I'm always thinking that I am perhaps not doing enough or that I could surely be doing more. But the problem with this is it makes one crazy. Always working extra long hours, tweaking until the sun comes up, rethinking and rejigging things that most human eyes may not even notice. The other problem with perfectionism is that it is not human. We are all perfectly imperfect. So am I, and probably so are you. 
During a session a few years back with my career coach, we got onto the topic of my habits. Ugh, yikes. One of them, which is being highly organized and what I like to call a clean freak. Now, I'm not just talking a clean and tidy home, but my office space, my desk, the way I run my business and the way I help my clients get untangled. Every little teeny bit of my life, both personally and professionally, has an air of virtual Lysol. Personally, I tend to thrive and gain great levels of achievement and happiness on being crazy organized. Sometimes I go a bit overboard and I'm not too proud to admit that, but I feel I'm doing things in such a fashion to keep my mind occupied from other not so fun events. Now it has become a habit for me and honestly, one that is so deep, it's hard to break. Of course, perfectionism has its benefits, especially when it comes to our businesses. It motivates multi-passionate overachievers like myself and my team to pursue high standards along with new visions. We are driven to improve and innovate. We are disciplined and detail-oriented, both of which can be critical in professions where there is no margin for error. Such as I stated earlier, being the virtual untangling gurus we are in the land of all things digital and creativity. Now, from a cultural standpoint, we prize perfectionism. Famous figures such as Martha Stewart, Steve Jobs, or even Monica from classic TV show Friends are frequently credited with insisting that their teams strive for perfection. But what we don't usually do is talk about the impact of working with someone who is a control freak or the collateral damage it may have on one's creativity. Problems may arise when perfectionists take things to an unreachable level. They can sometimes set standards that are so impossible to meet and then devalue the work that does not meet those impossible standards. This can become a toxic loop. I've been in this loop with others before and trust me, it's not fun. In all reality, perfectionism is just a distraction and a justification for procrastination. Some may even say it's an excuse for never getting anything done. For many people, though, perfectionism originated from their childhood, as did mine. Really long story. Research shows that this comes from parental pressure to achieve. In my case, it was not having parents who cared enough about what I was doing. So somewhere along the lines, I placed this pressure onto myself as I wanted to be and do the opposite of them and how their lives were unfolding. I know this may sound cold, but until you know one's past or what they're dealing with now, it's best not to judge and to be mindful of their life path, just as you would want someone to do for you. Whatever the cause, perfectionists are much likely to take risks because they're afraid of failing and taking risks along with the adaptability to learn from one's mistakes and being resilient are essential characteristics in perfectionism. So after talking with my team, my peers, my personal friends, and a handful of other truly wonderful people, I came up with this short list on ways to tackle perfectionism in the most mindful of ways. Now remember, there's a difference between being a high achiever and being a perfectionist. Both want to succeed, but high achievers are motivated to do their best, while perfectionists are motivated by fear. Now here's our top 10 list for overcoming perfectionism. Number one, be more mindful and aware of your tendencies. Number two, make a conscious effort to focus on positivity. Number three, set realistic goals without impossible standards or exceptions. Number four, 
Allow yourself to make mistakes. There's always room for improvement with our gifts of imperfections. Thanks to Brene Brown for that lovely line. Number five, make more effort to focus on the meaning of what you are doing. Number six, reduce the cold, hard pressure you place on yourself. In other words, be more kind and lower unrealistic standards. Number seven, don't take criticism too personally. Everyone is entitled to their own opinion, including you. Number eight, cut negative influences from your life. This doesn't only include people, but things like certain social platforms, TV and movies, books, or even blogs and podcasts that may reinforce this behavior. Number nine, stop doing nothing. Perfect isn't done. And by this, I mean stop slacking off and being a notorious procrastinator. And lastly, number 10, talk to someone or go to therapy to push the anxiety behind this behavior so that you can begin to understand the deeper reason behind the pressure of needing to be perfect. All habits, no matter what their form, are truly hard to break especially if like this one, it has become part of your daily routine and for a long period of time. But the overall mechanics are easy to put into practice. So be willing to make mistakes, even if it's a lot of them, even if it's every single day. Take time to understand that we're all doing it, every single one of us, all the time. We are continuously messing up so we can learn from it and then do better next time. I guess overall what I'm trying to say is to stop putting so much pressure on trying to be perfect or trying to create perfection when it comes to yourself, your life, and your business. It makes everything so much harder than it truly should be. And you'll actually free up a heck of a lot of hours in which you could be doing more productive things. Think of things this way. If we believe to be perfect, then how will we ever learn from the mistakes if we're not making a strong effort to grow as an individual? Personally, I do well to heed this advice. I often spend massive amounts of time trying to get things done just right, as I'm a terrible overachiever. Everything must always be double, triple, and sometimes even quadruple checked before I can safely approve it, check it off my to-do list, or pass it along to a client. I feel it borders on obsessive compulsive from time to time, but that's just how I am. I always want to put out the best quality of work no matter what I do, but that's not perfectionism. That's being a virtual high achiever. So don't let perfect be the enemy of good in your life for your sake and of those around you, because nothing is ever perfect. And in all reality, it's probably already amazing. You're just putting too much pressure on yourself. And that's a wrap. Virtually Untangled is a full-service business, which means they've got you covered on design and content right through to digital and organization. You'll form a long-lasting relationship with them as collaboration is central to everything they do. Now it's time to seize the moment and become inbox friends. It's easy to do. Just hop on over to virtuallyuntangled.com or their Facebook page to opt in and receive instant access to the most inspirational ride of your life. So what are you waiting for? Become inbox friends with VU. Until the next episode, keep untangling. <laughs>